0: investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. We're about to begin a scenario that was recommended to me back in 2015, and we are finally getting around to playing it on our channel. Painted Smile was written by Richard Watts and Keith Herbert. Uh, you'll find it in a collection entitled Tales from the Miskatonic Valley. I'm your Game Master, and this is episode one. Let's go ahead and introduce our character. Oren, why don't you go first?
1: Thank you. I am playing Virgil Sprague. I am the medical examiner whose offices are also happen to be at the hospital at Miss University. I am bald and short with um, gray eyes, average build. Um, I'm a hard worker and tireless at finding the truth when it comes to someone's death. And I have a a definite mania about being with cleanliness. And I have two dogs that I walk on a regular basis. They are known as Mars and Venus. Excellent, Jeff.
2: Hello, I'm Jeff and I'm gonna be playing Dr. Robert H. Cope. He is a paleontologist from Miskita University, originally from Savannah, Georgia. Uh, He is a tall, a uh, lanky man dressed mostly in dark clothing who tends to have his clothes constantly wrinkled and unkempt as well as his hair as if he doesn't have time to properly prepare for the day. Uh, he took an interest in Arkham and its history and decided to take a permanent residency there along with his dog Francis the Pug who often accompanies him almost everywhere even on paleontological expeditions.
3: Nimrod? Um, so I'll be playing Robert the Paster. Um Robert is 30-something years old, old money, used to be a dilettante in the day, um, has some former love that he sometimes mentions but doesn't talk much about. But today, he runs a small shop called Quaint Curiosities, where he sends, sells all different kinds of antiques, but mostly delves into the occult. Um, he really hates the water and never goes near the sea. Um, black oiled hair, small mustache, and he has like this twisted leg so he keeps walking with a cane. That's me.
0: Cool. Grant?
4: So I'm playing uh, Langston Carter. He is uh, the managing curator at the Miskatonic University Exhibit Museum. He's got a a knack for finding strange objects to add to the collection. Uh, He gained great respect among antiquarians for his procurement of the in his mouth, Jewelry Collection. Uh, he's a short uh, man in his mid-40s. He uh, unmarried, walks with a limp, and so he too uses, uses a cane. Um, he's got a reputation as being uh, a bit ruthless in his pursuit of objects for the university's collection. Uh, he's also known to be very uh, persuasive. Uh, so that's uh, Mr. Langston Carter. And Josh. Ah, I'm Philip Portland,
5: 42, explorer extraordinaire. Some people would call me handsome, but I see myself as extremely gorgeous. Just look at me. I'm a beautiful man. I've got my gray hair, blue eyes. Ah, I like the extravagant lifestyle I live. However, it may have cost me a few things down the line, but...
0: Everyone loves me. See everyone. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. We all know Arkham. We've lived here for a while. Despite the world's progress, much of Arkham stays rooted in the past. Its alleys are narrow and twisted, not made for automobiles. Every house has an attic where lies the accumulated detritus of those who live below and those who came before them. Every house has a basement, and below that, who knows? The people that live there have grown accustomed to strange things. They preserve so much of their haunted past. With pride, they hold dear the stories of their ancestors, however dark they may be. The Arkham Historical Society is made up of people from nearly every walk of life. The one thing they have in common is a deep love for the history of their little corner of the world. For them, it's a game of details. When you encounter a member of the Historical Society walking on the street, and you ask him about that old house on Independence Street, his response will not be clipped. He will tell you at length about the federal period about its architectural features. He'll tell you that it was designed by Edward Mackey, built in 1790, originally commissioned by Stuart Peabody, and so on. Finding the details is what gives them pleasure. That's the kind of people they are. It was early May in 1929, around 4.30 p.m. The Arkham Historical Society was gathered at Robert DePayster's Manor House in the Uptown District. Having afternoon tea, there was an array of sweet treats prepared by cook, and everyone was eating themselves, uh, enjoying themselves. When Langstrom Carter, uh, Langston Carter, produced a light green envelope from his pocket, and asked everyone's attention.
4: Everyone, uh, please, uh, if, I ma- if I may have your attention, um, I was contacted uh, yesterday uh, via post. Uh, by a Mr. Donald P. Hemingford of Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, Allow me the moment just to read his letter to you. Dear Mr. Carter, I would like to make a request of the Arkham Historical Society. I hope that I'm correct in contacting you. I have a friend, Mr. Miles Truman, who is writing a book about New England architecture and is looking for information about an obscure 19th century architect named Andrew Hathaway. Little exists other than the most rudimentary information about this Hathaway. Hathaway was a lifelong resident of Arkham and is thought responsible for an unusual fanlight design found only in the Miskatonic Valley area. Mr. Truman would like some confirmation. I can send you a photo of the fan light, but it may be more convenient for you to view it directly for yourselves. An example exists at 357 West College Street, near the Miskatonic University. Mr. Truman also has reason to believe that one of Hathaway's descendants, a granddaughter, may still be alive and living somewhere in Arkham, and that she might be able to provide proof of their ancestors' architectural design. Do you think it possible that you could locate the descendant and verify Hathaway's claim to the design? Any additional information would be invaluable. Mr. Truman can offer your historical society a donation of $50 for your trouble. Would that be sufficient? Of course, he will also put a thank you in his upcoming book. Sincerely, Donald P. Hemingford. Well, I wanted to share that with you to see if the society would be interested in following up on this matter. Not
1: only that, but uh, maybe the granddaughter has artifacts or journals that will provide more um, detail about the historical facts of not only himself, but Arkham of that time period.
4: She could be a, a, a huge resource if she's, got, if she's got records going back to uh, um, her grandfather's uh, architectural designs.
2: Especially since I don't ever recall hearing anything about this Hathaway fella ever. I'm curious as to see this fan light, this fan light design.
0: Now for worth trip. for uh, for the location of uh Robert DePaster's house, it's it would probably be literally down the hill toward because just down the hill is where the campus starts. Um maybe on the other side of the campus uh is the location of this fan light that, that he's talking about. So a uh, probably a nice afternoon
1: walk would Get you there in ten minutes. Now, the address he gave us would that would have been a um, um, at that time point of when Hathaway was alive? Would that have been an up and coming neighborhood or? Um, um,
0: well, it would be near the the university, so okay, a fairly nice
1: area. Hmm.
3: Well, I didn't mind the stroll if you guys are into it.
1: Yes, it might be nice, you know, a, a stroll, you know, to um, work off, um, um, to build up an appetite. And as you all know, we like to have a little um, apartif after everything. That sounds like
3: a wonderful time.
2: That is true.
0: No, I don't see why we
2: can't have a nice little stroll.
0: It's May, so it's still you know a little, little bit of a chill, but not much of a chill in the air. Um, the weather's pretty good right now. Uh, it's late afternoon, so it's the warmest part of the day. Uh, and the sun
1: is still out for another few hours. And we can play our usual game while walking through Arkham. As we see certain buildings, each of us will have to recite um, different historical aspects see who can you know know a bit more than the other
5: oh yes that sounds riveting mr sprake
4: all right yes, i would be up for up for a stroll i hope uh, not to slow you young chaps down but uh, as long as you, you you don't run too far ahead
5: <laughs> oh don't worry mr Carter. we'll go at a Oh, and come nice.
2: now, Carter. You know us Southern folk always take our time with things.
4: Uh, very good, Dr. Cope.
0: All right. So you all step out onto the front porch. Um, it's a nice late afternoon. Um, you walk um, slowly down the hill, as you say, identifying uh, various architecture and um, the history of people who lived in the, that building or this building or whatever. Uh, you turn onto uh, the street in question and you walk down a ways until you get to the correct address. And uh, you look up. It, it seems to be uh, some sort of uh, probably an office building, I, I suppose is what you'd call it. Uh, and this is the front entrance. Oh, beautiful mm. entrance. And the fan light, the fan light is the window over the door.
4: It's quite an interesting design.
5: Yes, it's very interesting. It uh, looks uh, suspiciously very tentacle-like. Like like an org. Can you see the little squiggles? They look like.
1: I mean, I I see see it more like like the sun.
3: Yeah, exactly, Squig. I I spent
5: too much time exploring at sea. I think. I just see octopuses everywhere. They're wriggly tentacles. Mm. Uh,
3: You know, I've passed through here. I'm unfortunately
2: seeing horns of perhaps a gazelle or something. But either way, that is indeed a very interesting design. Usually you only see stained glass or perhaps square or even rectangular, but not anything like that.
4: Well then typical typically the, the, the mullions are 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 you know in straight uh, radial patterns out, not mm-hmm. the uh, the squiggles or the tentacles as uh, uh, Mr. Portland calls them.
5: Uh oh, thank you for indulging me, Mr. Cotton.
1: I must admit it is a a s- splash of fresh air. You know. and now that you've said tentacles, I have to think that you may be right on that only because of the how the proximity to the sea and how much New England is affected by the coastline it does have.
5: Yes, but I can see we it looks a little bit like a sun, but I don't know if I could be I said, both.
3: Could be a mix, yes indeed. Tentacle and sun, that'll be something indeed.
2: Well, I'm pretty sure we'll find out some more once we investigate this Hathaway fella more. Hmm. Um Do any of us have a
1: camera, I think? Because we would probably, if one of us has a camera, we'd probably take a shot of it or for the archives or if someone's Langston, good at drawing.
4: Langston has already pulled out his, his sketchbook and All has right. started, started uh, uh, sketching the of window. I wonder if anyone inside might. Know anything uh, in particular about the window? Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure what this office building is uh, uh, for. Hmm. Let's try. As uh, Langston walks up the there's stairs, there's no and-
2: sign as to like the
4: names of whoever's there or anything.
0: Uh, no, there's not. Um, my guess is you would probably know. You probably know who's who this is, just because you're the historical society. Um, It's probably just a Stenopool uh, office, uh, and this late in the day, it's closed. Ah, shucks. Nothing really remarkable
1: about it. I do believe it's part of a Stenopad group, Probably, probably attached to the university, taking care of you know, the various aspects that the professors and university need.
5: Yes, indeed. But I would definitely love to learn more about this. It's intriguing. Mm.
1: I'm wondering if there's more examples of it here in Arkham or in the nearby areas.
5: Yeah, well, there could be. There could be several buildings here that have that similar... I'm
4: surprised Hemingf- that we haven't. Yeah, Hemingford did mention, uh, or at least suggested in in his letter, that uh, uh, the Miskatonic Valley had had multiple, perhaps multiple examples of of this style of fanlight.
2: Right. It was just never brought forward until, I guess, Hemingford's own investigations.
4: Well, let's see. Uh, how should we proceed uh, with? Uh, the, the the Hathaway investigation. There is the there is the potential granddaughter uh, or I suppose I would
1: think could... that the Hall of Records might be our best bet or um, maybe the hospital records because that would have um, they have copies of the births and deaths as well. Particularly the births.
5: At, they are both good places to start. And it's uh, looking nice out today.
0: We could well, what
1: time is it? You said it was late and our office was closed. So what Probably time is about five about
0: fifteen.
1: Mm it's a good the afternoon. Af- well actually it's a little bit late to hit any of the real offices. We may have to wait till tomorrow morning.
4: Uh, yes, mm. uh, we could try On the off chance that in some uh, architectural history books at the the library might have so the library will be opened at this time uh uh, that's true um yes maybe have a little bit even more background information uh when and if we do uh uh contact uh uh, this granddaughter
3: that is a mighty fine idea, her. yes
5: of course we
2: would uh of course, call the lady's house before we ever show up. That's just proper manners.
3: Yes, the we one don't just come knocking at her
2: door while she's got something baking in the oven, so to speak, so let's not disturb her, unless we absolutely must. And she may not want to dea- deal with it at all, you know. Yes, it might be sensitive
5: mm-hmm. to her to relive that. And we don't want to upset the poor girl.
0: So, what would
1: you like to do? I think we will head to the university to head to the library.
2: Okay.
0: Yes, the um, university
2: library is probably our best bet.
0: Well, the li- the, the university is literally across the street, um, so you cross the street onto the campus, and uh, you make your way to the university library, where. Um, I believe uh, Professor Armitage uh, is still the uh, head librarian, although he's probably getting ready to leave for the day. There's probably other librarians there in the evening. So we'll say that you see him walking down the steps of the library as he's leaving. Oh. And he he's probably knows you because you're historical. Uh, gentlemen,
5: uh, Out for a stroll. Yes, yes. Good to see you again.
0: Okay. Um. Well, library's still open. It's open until eight.
2: Excellent, excellent. Thank you, thank you. Oh, and if you do see Danforth, give him my best during that uh Antarctic expedition he's going on.
0: Oh yeah, that's supposed to be something else, isn't it? Yes, intriguing. I wish I could Uh, A
2: few years, but still in the making. (laughs) I hope they get the funding they
1: need. It's going to to take a lot more backers. Ah, I think they'll be fine.
5: I wish I could take part.
2: The accent. I don't
0: know.
5: I
2: don't like the cold that much. Same here, but unfortunately I don't deal... See, I would have went myself, but unfortunately I don't deal with Precambrian era stuff, which is more the stuff what they're looking for.
4: I'm sure yeah. I'll be sorting through material for years after after the return.
0: Well, you all looking have
4: a a good evening. Dan. Good night. Paul. You too. Enjoy your dinner.
0: All right, you walk into the library, and there's still you know students here and there. Um, uh, this the the library itself. Is uh, I suppose you could technically say three stories. It's uh, it's one level. It's the level that you're on. Uh, there's a level above and a level below. So it just depends on where you, whether you're looking for periodicals or whether you're looking for uh, you know text. Uh, it, it's I believe it's already on the Dewey Decimal System at this time. So what would you like to look for?
4: I would I would like to uh, uh, look for something uh, on, his, on on architecture. Uh, maybe cast the net to the entire state. So state uh, history, uh, architecture. I'm going to be looking for a, for a, for the Hathaway name.
0: Okay, there's quite a lot of books. Um, go ahead and do a uh, a library role.
4: Sure, it's a regular success. Okay,
0: what you find is you find almost uh, an offhanded uh, uh, reference to an Andrew La- uh, Andrew Hathaway, uh, eighteen eighteen to eighteen ninety four, uh, listed as. Uh, an architect uh, doesn't say prominent architect doesn't say famous architect just this architect and that's about it hmm.
1: Hmm. I'm gonna look um, I'm gonna take a see if I can find anything specific on the name itself besides that maybe on the um, See what the family background is, his forefathers, and maybe at least see if he had any children.
5: Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm also going to look to see if there's some form of directory in here. Because okay. I'm sure there would be. Um,
0: I, well, there'll be a phone book. Yeah. Um, yeah. A town, town directory. Um, all right, uh,
1: Virgil, do a uh, library role. Um, I had a hard success.
0: Uh, all right. What you find is that uh, the Hathaways uh, used to be a uh, a fairly decent family. Uh, part of the Arkham, uh, not the Arkham or, or originators, but they were they were a fairly decent family, and they were into all sorts of various things. Uh, They had enough money that their kids could all be educated. Um, Their original house, though, uh, was a a fairly large estate, uh, but it's where part of downtown is now. So at some point, uh, the house or property was sold, the house demolished, and shops and things were put up in its place. Um, it doesn't say anything about what happened to the Hathaways after that point in time. They just that would have had faded away.
1: So, what time did they lose the house approximately? Almost oh, lost. Say uh, around nineteen hundred. Okay, nineteen hundred. Well, it seems that we're going to have to do our searching from nineteen hundred on. Uh, um, I'll also
0: give that Andrew it does mention that Andrew Hathaway was married. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. uh, it'll give a spouse name. okay. I, I will write the spouse name because since I do have the ability to get into the hospital I, I and since it would make sense that the university hospital is probably the main hospital of this area um, they might have the records going back that far, okay. We'll say a Penelope. Right. Penelope, Penelope uh,
0: Hathaway was his wife.
4: All
5: right. Yes. In, in the town directory, I'm looking for
0: Hathaways. Obviously, that's right. the name. The last name I know. Well, you look for Hathaways, and there is a single listing for uh, M. Period Hathaway. There is no phone listing, but there is an address. And the address is five nine six Walnut Street um, you would know that Walnut Street is over uh on the edge of french hill uh It's an immigrant neighborhood now, uh mostly Lithuanians and uh Polish people and um, other ethnic groups. It's not a very nice part of town anymore
5: ah uh, gentlemen, look at this I have Locate an address, but it doesn't seem there's a, a number to call. Mm.
2: Well, we may need to check to make sure some that is. Phone number.
1: Well, we could always mail a letter too.
2: Yes,
5: we could. Uh,
1: but let's do some more research because that might not be the halfway we want. She might not live in the town. She might be on the outskirts now these days.
5: That is very true, but it's still a. Walnut oh, Street yes.
3: is something to keep in mind.
1: Yeah, true, true.
3: Um,
1: That's where they had the riot in
3: 1890? Walnut Street? I never go there myself.
5: Yes, it's in, a, it's in that uh, Lithuanian part.
1: Yes, now. unfortunately, I have to deal with um, unfortunates that come from that area. Um... French Hill used to
0: be a very nice area a century ago, and it's just one of those parts of
2: town that has you know, slowly gone downhill. <sighs> mm. In truth, I do avoid the French Hill quarter.
5: I have been there once,
2: and it was an unpleasant
5: experience.
0: It's safe enough during the day. It's just not where you'd want to end up at
1: night. <clears throat> Does Everything the inter- I like does this university have a decent newspaper archive or not? Sure. Yeah.
0: Well, the
1: Arkham Sentinel. Okay. Well, we do know his name and his wife's name. We could look back to see if they had any children or any documentation of birth in the newspaper.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, not only birth, but also more in your line of work, death.
1: That's exactly
2: look right. Obituaries. Yeah. Mm.
5: Yes, very true. That's a good place. Maybe we should uh, have a look together because we can cover a bit more ground.
1: Yes, we could all cover a certain period of time. Somewhere in there would be the marriage and possible births, and you're right,
4: death. Yes, I did discover that that Andrew Hathaway was born in 1818 and died in 1894, so we can sort of narrow our searches to... To the middle of uh, the last century.
1: Yes, and if he died in 1894, uh, um, um, we should be able. It would usually a good obituary will have the next of kin in there.
5: That is very true. That's very true. That might
4: be our first spot
2: to check. actually, yes.
4: Let's let's start there. That's an excellent idea.
0: Okay. So let's you start looking.
2: What our dear Andrew was survived by.
0: Uh, you start looking through the papers. Go ahead and do a uh, uh, just a luck roll. Those of you who are looking to see if you can find it. Nope, I <laughs> um,
3: Oh, I got an extreme. Second exactly extreme.
2: chat All right. Got yeah, twenty three out of sixty. So
0: Robert, you're the first one to find something. Uh, you find an obituary for Andrew Hathaway uh, when he dies. And it says that he is survived by his three sons, Kyle, Keith, and Paul Hathaway. Kyle, Keith, and Paul. Probably also says that he was a widower. So his wife, Penelope, died before, before he did.
1: Gentlemen, look what I found. Uh, does it say what the three boys do? Sometimes a, a, a obituary will indicate that. It didn't. Okay. Doesn't seem to. does it state where he was buried?
0: Um, sure. Saint Clair's uh, 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 graveyard uh, next to Saint Clair's Church. Mm. Saint Clair's Catholic Church. Okay. Family plot or not? It doesn't say.
2: Okay. Well, that is in, that is in North. Uh, oh, we got new names to
3: do it. I'm saying if they only have a son that does you know maybe Portland that's uh, Hathaway found must be a sentence. Unless someone changed the name somewhere down the line.
1: Did they mention their ages at the time of their, his death? Uh, sometimes I'll do that, nope. what the children are
2: getting. Oh, we can still look up their names in obituaries and all that and see if we can nail down who might be the granddaughter. Oh, we're an yeah M- Then A-M. we can try
1: doing that. So we will this will be, be a little bit more work since we don't have an exact date. But something we are up for. Why yeah, don't you guys
0: why don't you guys do let's say a, a group luck rule, uh whoever has the highest luck or the best luck. So I have ninety, so I think
5: that'll
1: be me. Yeah. Yeah, me. I've yeah, I've got sixty five, so all right, you don't yeah. need much. You don't need much luck when you're dealing with dead bodies, unless <laughs> well, you're trying to find smaller cult books. All the luck you can get. All right.
0: I guess 27, which is hard. Okay. Um, by 7:30. Uh, doing your little bits of research. Um, the third son, Paul Hathaway, uh, was married to Janice Quill. And they had two daughters, uh, Margaret and Mildred.
4: Hmm.
0: Um, uh, All of the other uh, members of the family, uh, Keith and Kyle's children, uh, don't start with the letter M. But Margaret and Mildred both begin with the letter M, which you know that it's... uh, M. Hathaway.
5: Ah, so who will it be? Will it be Margaret or Mildred
1: at that house? Hmm. Hmm. Does the newspaper say whether they okay. are older, or older or or younger, or years. twins? It doesn't say.
0: Okay.
4: Hmm. You know, we could send There's a. The would
2: say so, but. Eh.
4: We could send a. Courier over with a post, uh, just to this address, letting uh, uh, Ms. M. Hathaway know that the Historical Society will be uh, calling upon her uh, tomorrow morning, say, at uh, 10 a.m. To, 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 expect, to expect a visit. That might be the polite thing to do. Well, um,
1: what, what is tomorrow? tomorrow? It's Tuesday,
4: Tuesday.
1: Well, we don't know if the young lady, or we don't even know if she's young. Um, she probably wouldn't be. <laughs> she wouldn't be. Um, how, what would we guess would be her age by this time point?
4: Well, we're kind of working down two generations. It's a little difficult to tell.
0: It's a little, yeah. And, uh Andrew Hathaway died in 1894 at 76 years of age. Mm. So, they could be old, or or he, the, the M M Hathaway could be old. Yeah. Now,
1: yeah. it's assuming that she doesn't work, but I'm, you know, if she's of a certain age, she probably is not.
5: Yes, but we could at least send this letter ahead, and turn up, and if she isn't there, we can. Try again, can't you?
3: I can send my driver to ask when would be the most convenient time to pop in.
1: That yeah, could be sure a, a more appropriate instead of saying that we'll show up at 10 more along the lines of we would be interested in uh, meeting with you at your convenience.
3: Yes,
5: please um, write back and we could put a, a Robert's address there and she can send back a letter a good idea.
0: Okay.
2: So we'll say that you I'm guys do that this in favor. I'm sorry. What was that, uh, Jeff? Mm-hmm. I was just saying that I was in favor of that plan. All right.
0: Uh, do you do that this evening, or do you do that in the morning?
4: I think Even. we'll we'll post the letter now, just to get the get things going. All right. Yes.
5: Yeah. To clarify, Robert De Paste's house, not Robert Cope's house.
0: The um I mean there are there is message services And that's why I'm 10. called Cope. Yes. So that's not very difficult to do. You write up a message and you, you pay somebody to deliver it. Um all right. Uh you should receive a, or an answer in the morning. Or possibly later in the evening, but probably in the morning. All right. Do you want to do anything else before the next day?
1: We could check out her and see if she was ever married.
0: Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Yes. We could. Well, you're, you, you've run out of time at the library. Yes. Um. um time. Hmm. Lose track of
1: time. It's getting a bit late. I don't like to, pop, you know, I don't, wouldn't want to head into that neighborhood at this time of night. Um, what do you think, gentlemen? Should we head back and have our usual meeting and have a, um, a wee dram and an enjoyable smoke?
0: That, that sounds, sounds like, like a good like idea. A All right, so you walk back to enjoy your... I've been
2: looking forward to that all afternoon.
0: You enjoy your evening together, and then you all head for home. Uh, Next morning, um, where are you going to meet up? Probably
4: at the Historical Society. Okay. Um,
0: Robert, um, later that, later the previous evening, you do receive a message um, it's from a Mildred Hathaway and uh, she says that uh, she never gets company, she would love to have company uh, come and talk to her um, uh, she suggests uh, sometime in the afternoon would be fine Fantastic. so, all right. so I assume you all get to, you all get together at the Historical yeah. Society and Robert has that news for you.
1: you know since we're going to visit her we should probably bring a little um, something as a um, as a gift or something maybe flowers or maybe a, um, a little box good of um, baked goods oh there's a wonderful bakery near my house.
2: Like I, I definitely agree. Mm. I definitely agree. We need to bring flowers, good something to ease her spirits with talking to a new bunch of strangers at her house.
0: All right. So you you guys work your way through the day as you normally do. Um, we'll say around uh, three o'clock. Um, you all who who drives. That's probably a good question. I drive. All right. So you all pile into Phillip's uh, uh, touring car, which yeah. seats eight. Um, and you drive over to uh, the neighborhood. Now, when you get to this neighborhood, French Hill has a lot of twisty, turny, windy little roads uh, that are not very good for uh, driving because you might be able to get your car in that alley but you might not be able to get it back out again
5: yes, uh, so you certainly
0: couldn't turn around
5: you might have to park up gentlemen I, I'm an adventurous chap but I do not think I can get through these and get us um,
0: back out the way we came. there's plenty of places to park though um, and um, French Hill's a busy area this time of day. There are people working. There are people. There are little restaurants and shops. There are uh, clotheslines going between buildings with laundry on them. There are children playing in the street, you know, running around in dirty clothes and and so oh, forth God. everywhere. Oh, these poor um, children with a. Terrible,
5: terrible.
0: So uh, you are going to, what's the street? Uh, Walnut Street. So you find Walnut Street, and you're going to have to walk up the hill a little bit. Uh, It's a little bit steeper than what you're used to, but as long as you go fairly slow. So you're strangers in the neighborhood. And you catch sort of the attention of the kids. And the kids are doing what kids do. They're running around, they're giggling, they're laughing. They're, you know, doing little sing-songy things and stuff like that. And um, it, it only takes a couple of minutes before you've lost their attention. And they go dancing up the road and, you see them running up the road ahead of you, and they stop in front of a, uh, an older house, and they start dancing around in circles, and um, you hear this little sort of sing-songy thing that they start chanting the way little children do. Um, why not you all do listen rolls?
5: That is a success, just a regular success.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, those of you who succeed, you can see that they turn their attention toward one house in particular. And um, their little sort of sing-songy nursery rhyme that they do sounds like this. Sounds like a dog. There's dogs barking in this neighborhood. You can hear them. Um, they, they sing song, this little uh, nursery rhyme. Sounding uh, mean old witch, you won't catch me. Slow and old and cannot see. Your skin is white, your cheeks are red. We'll all be happier when you're dead. What a quaint thing they're singing, gentlemen. Uh, ah. And you can see that their attention is towards this house. And as you are coming up the street, you're realizing that that's the house that you're heading towards. You can see from the numbers on the street. Um, Just before you get there, uh, the kids all make a motion like they're startled. And you can see up ahead of you, uh, the door uh, on the front porch opens up and somebody yells some a, a woman's voice yells get out of here you little bastards and uh you see something come flying out into the street and uh, sort of shatter in the street and the kids all giggle and scream and they yell foul language up at the house and then uh they go running away they start running towards you you can see that there is a woman at the front door She's dressed in a uh, a light blue sort of um, frock, if you will, um, like an old person would wear. Um, Her hair is unusually blonde, uh, like obviously a wig, um, and her face is very white, uh, and she has bright red cheeks and bright red lips, like an old woman who doesn 't know how to put makeup on anymore and has done a really bad job um, and she 's sort of glaring at the children uh, as they're they're, they're they're actually at this point sort of moving towards you um, and around you uh, and she 's shaking her fist at them and uh, just as you sort of move into the street in front of the house, you can see that she 's sort of squinting at you, and then she slams the door.
4: She's children are so sweet, apology.
0: aren't they?
5: Uh, children, what assholes, honestly.
1: I walk up to the door, I just stroll oh. up. And Scary I thought know. is I remember singing that very same song when I was a kid.
0: Uh, Philip, when you walk up to the door, uh, you now realize, of course, you realize as you're walking up that this was an old house. It's been turned into a duplex. And there are two doorbells. One of them says H. Franks, and the other one says M. Hathaway.
5: Well, hmm, I wonder which one I need to press. I am M. Franks.
0: Right. and no, halfway you no. you hear a bell ring and you're pretty sure the bells from up here so you stand there waiting I suppose you've all gotten onto the porch um, you're standing there waiting and it, it takes a couple of minutes and you can hear uh, somebody coming down the stairs inside. Uh, rather slowly. And there, the front door has a kind of a, a window in it. Um, whose dog is barking? My dog. Uh, you can mute. <laughs> yes, I will mute right now. All right. Um, uh, you suddenly see a face sort of look out with, with wide eyes. Uh, it's not the same face you saw before. And uh, she opens up the door. Oh, you must be from the Historical Society. Ah yes, I am uh,
5: Philip Portland, explorer extraordinaire. You're oh, looking brought, rather
0: ravishing. You've brought every everybody with it. Now she looks like she's probably in her mid to late sixties. Ah. This woman does. Um, she says, uh, "She says, please, please come inside." And you can see that you're in kind of a little makeshift lobby. Um, so the house has been divided upstairs, downstairs, with a single door in the front, but there's also a door. Over here and um Virgil, do a spot hidden role. That's you, Orin. <laughs> you are muted now <laughs> there's a damn dogs.
1: Dog will pay. I will send her back to Cairo. Actually, her name is Cairo. Um, as you can hear she can talk she's talking to me right now. she's like ah, no, I, um, I did not make my um, start in. All right. All right. Um, Mildred
0: lets you in. Uh, and uh, she has you follow her up the stairs. Um, she says, uh, and, and she starts talking as she's going. She's like, "Well, I, I'm really very pleased that you decided to come. Uh, you said something about recognition for one of my ancestors, uh, yes, an architect. Yes. That's uh, that's wonderful. You know, we I don't get many visitors. Uh, my sister lives with me, but she's out of town tonight, uh, Margaret." Uh, and she'll uh, she'll be back tomorrow. But uh, let's go up. I've I've made some some tea, oh, yes. uh, and we can sit in uh, our living room. So okay. the whole upstairs is is uh, a fairly spacious. You could say a fairly spacious apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, lots and lots of bric-a-brac and, and knickknacks and pictures and and all sorts of things like that. And she has you sit on her couch, which has blankets and doilies all over it. and It's fairly neat, but very cluttered, um, just because that's the way you are when you've accumulated a lifetime of stuff.
5: Miss Hathaway, I've got a
0: question for you. Other than of the course, fact you are
5: looking quite ravishing today. Um, oh. uh, it seems that uh, your house is was getting unwelcomed chanting by... Oh, kids. those
0: those children! They just, they just—they're always out there torturing that poor old woman downstairs. Um, so, uh, what can I what can I do for you? What can I answer for you? About uh, Andrew, uh, my grandfather. Mister Carter, would you like to uh, take lead?
4: Uh, yes, Yeah, we were, uh, uh, we're, were trying to track down the, the designer of a particular fan uh, above a door, fan, uh, fan light, um, and it looks like this, and I pull out the sketch that I'd made the previous day. Oh. We, uh, we believe that your grandfather may be involved. Uh, does, does this look familiar, or have you seen a design similar to this in any of your grandfather's possessions or your memory? Well,
0: I, you know, my memory's not what it used to be. Um, I I know that he was an architect and he did a great many things. Uh, I'm I'm almost sure that he did fan lights as well. Um, it's a shame my sister's not here. Uh, she would know better than I am. Uh, I was too busy in my life getting married and having children of my own. I have three daughters. None of them visit me anymore. I've got eight grandchildren, and she starts listing them. And uh, she's like, uh, my sister never got married. Uh, and so she's kind of uh, the responsible one who takes care of all of that. And We've just got so much stuff. We've got stuff in the basement. We've got stuff in the attic. We used to live in a much larger house um, when I was a girl but uh, times being what they were, we lost uh, you know some money and we had to sell that place and now it's all been demolished and it's been turned into uh, part of the downtown. Um, exactly. I, I, I'm sure that we have papers and documents and things that my grandfather would have written, um, uh, but I don't know exactly where they, they are. I'm sure that Margaret Know exactly where they are. Um, she's visiting uh, a friend. Uh, she should be back uh, by tomorrow uh, afternoon. Um, if you wanted to come back then, that would be fine. You know, we love uh, we love having company, and yes. uh,
3: we'd love to.
5: I should be delighted. You seem a very Very interesting woman, and you have a very interesting family that we would like to
0: obviously learn more about. Well, and she starts talking. She says, You know, the weather's been very nice lately, and uh, this old house doesn't have any kind of uh, uh, this is the best time of year because later in the summer it gets very hot and humid, and in the winter it's very cold and chilly. We have to. She has a tendency to ramble.
4: And she rambles
0: and she rambles. And oh,
4: she yeah, rambles. Yeah. So during one of these uh, rambles, um, Langston, he's got kind of an eye for potential uh, objects of, of historical value. I'm kind of scan. I take it this room is just sort of jam packed with dick knacks and everything. Just kind and, of yeah. taking taking a a measured look around the the room that we're in for anything that catches his eye as potentially interesting or relevant. To uh, the fan line. It reminds you of the stacks
0: in the basement at the, at the museum. Ah. Every shelf has 20 things on it. And, um, yeah, I mean there's definitely some, some uh, antiques uh, amongst her, her things. Nothing in particular stands out. Uh, uh, one, one of you worked at the uh, antique store. You would notice things like that too but nothing in particular that's that's very old or unusual. Uh, All New England stuff, Uh, you would guess that she's lived in New England her whole life and probably so has her family for a few generations. Um, Lots and lots and lots of photographs, uh, mostly of members of family, uh, going way back into the 1800s. Some of them better than others, some of them in better condition than others. Uh But other than that, um, she rambles on for quite a bit. Um, you find a little bit of it interesting. She doesn't seem to be uh, the most knowledgeable person and she's a little scatterbrained. Uh, she keeps referring to her sister as her sister's probably the, the one to talk to about that. Uh But everybody do a listen roll as you're doing this. Oh, I'm
5: She's chattering in my ear too much. But I am I'm in here.
4: the same boat.
2: Uh, I'm lost in the drooling rambling that's coming from her. I had a extreme success.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Um, <coughs> Virgil, as you're sitting there and everybody is like, your 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 eyes are almost falling asleep because of her her going on. Uh, you've turned your attention away, and just about the time that that's happens. Uh, You hear a woman's voice in the background (laughs) (laughs)
4: talking. That's my wife feeding the dog. Uh,
0: No, as you're sitting there, you suddenly hear um, what almost sounds like furniture being moved or um, heavy footsteps banging around coming from downstairs. Um, it's It's not enough to catch everybody's attention, but you definitely hear noise down there.
1: As would that be, that would be her downstairs or more the duplex side?
0: Uh, you would assume that it would be the other, the, the neighbor downstairs. Mm. Okay. No. That you can hear banging around oddly. And so okay. she just continues chatting.
5: Uh, interesting. Ooh. Can you hear that?
0: And after a few more moments, um, uh, you all hear a little bit of banging around downstairs. And this time it's enough that uh, that Mildred stops talking and she sort of looks down like this. And she goes, that'll be the Hammisham. Uh, oh, that's Mrs. Frank's Hilda. Um, we call her that because of the Dixon story. You know that the clocks all stop. And she looks at you oddly and then she says, She says it's a very, very sad story. You know, she was going to get married and uh, the parents of the boy wouldn't let him marry her and they promised each other that they would wait forever. And then, of course, he got married and she's still waiting.
5: That's rather rather sad. Hmm. It's sad. What it's, are what are uh, they
0: like down there? Well, it's just her. Uh, uh, she never goes out anymore. Uh, she has her food delivered. Um, I think she's gone a little batty, if you ask me. She used to be a doll manufacturer. She used to uh, make uh, uh, porcelain dolls for little girls. Oh, um, yeah. I think that it, I think that at one point in time they might've been rather famous because uh, I've heard that you could find them even in New York in, in shops, but, uh, well, she hasn't done that for a long time. She's uh, she's got arthritis and she's got cataracts and poor old. Is, Hil-
4: is, is Hilda the one that the children in particular t- target their fun? Oh yeah. Did you, did you see her? Yes. Yeah, she popped something. out the door for a minute and, and, and tossed uh, some, something at the kids. I,
0: I thought I heard her yell uh, just you, before I heard your knock.
4: Gentlemen,
5: um, you know what might be nice on the way down if we just go check on uh, just as a courtesy. Oh, doesn't. I don't
0: think that's a good idea. <laughs> you, you don't? She is an old, bitter, crazy woman. Um, occasionally, we'll imagine. run errands. We'll we'll occasionally run errands for her, um, which she seems to be grateful for. But you know, she knows us. I've been um, to some crazy places. I've met some
5: crazy people. She can't be that crazy, surely.
1: Oh, trust me. I bet she is.
0: So, you sit and you chat with her a little while longer, and say so you sit there for almost a couple hours. Um, and you don 't really get any more information, she says you know come back tomorrow, my sister will be able to probably i 'll tell i 'll tell her when she gets back and she 'll probably go up into the attic and find the stuff that you want and have it ready for you when you come back if you come back around six pm um, uh'
4: well, she 'll definitely be back by then
5: yes we we will do we will now if you don't know, in, in mind, the course
4: of that conversation, I, I would mention at some point if she might have a, a photograph of her grandfather, uh, I, I notice you have a lot of photographs around. She does.
0: Yeah, most definitely. She, this is him right here. Um, looks just like a regular fella. And she shows you Penelope's picture and the two of them and their wedding and, and all of
4: that. But the kid this, these are the boys and is the uh, per- perhaps the Old Hathaway uh, Mansion in the background, or uh, there is there is an old picture, a couple of
0: pictures of the the Old Hathaway Mansion,
4: um, so typical what you'd expect for the period. So I might pull out the magnifying glass that I they keep in the in the jacket pocket and look look at the house and the doorway that is that's the the Hathaway House and see mm-hmm. if just on the off chance that that fanlight design might be present.
0: It's not. Um You would know almost immediately that this this house was probably built at least fifty or sixty years before that picture um, it's a different period mm-hmm. um so Mildred says now, if you please um it going up and down the stairs is a little difficult for me, so if you wouldn't mind seeing yourselves out of,
3: of course. course yes,
5: stand
0: for. She says, it's so nice to have people Most visit. My, certainly. My, my children never visit me anymore. Um, all right, no, so you let yourselves a out. That
2: right is shame.
0: You said let yourselves out, and uh, you start down the stairs. And uh, you get to the bottom of the stairs. And uh, I'd like you all to do a spot hidden. A regular,
2: that's, su- that's a regular, regular
0: success. Regular success. Okay. I failed. So those of you who succeeded, um, because you're thinking about it, when you get to the bottom of the stairs, you glance over at uh, uh, Hilda Frank's door, and you can see that it's cracked open a little bit, and you're pretty sure that she's standing there peeping at you because she can hear you coming down the stairs. i well, because
5: I am the gentleman I am. Miss, are you okay in there?
0: That that eye sort of gets big, and she's like, "Who are you? Are you Phillip? are you here to 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 to
5: torment me?" No, no, no. I'm Philip Portland from the Historical Society. Well, go
0: away! And she slams the door really hard.
5: You're a very intriguing woman. We should talk sometime. What a loony!
2: Piece. Oh look, okay, one of your fans, Philip.
0: Philip, I'll give you. I'll give you a spot hidden ball.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's a hard Oh,
0: good. All right. In that that sort of moment, you could sort of glimpse past her into the room, and you noticed that it was predominantly white. Um. Oddly, almost as if there was a a coating of dust uh, on everything. Um, It was unkempt. Uh, There was, you know, a a conglomeration of things. And you're pretty sure that you could see doll parts um, all over the place. I you would see me all of you would see me shiver if I noticed any doll farms. <sighs> you also notice that there's bits and bits of of that this white powder outside here in the uh, in the outside going from her door light to the front door. There's not a lot of it, but it's definitely there. Some sort of white
1: powder.
5: I whisper, I think this woman needs some mental assistance.
1: Um, oh, you think? I'm going to be in the corner and get oh, used to this type of stuff. stuff? That now, huh? um, I'm going to take a small sample of the white powder.
0: Okay. It's not much more than you can you know, do with yeah. your finger on the floor. Right. Um, yeah, it's definitely white and very fine, like flour.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I will put, I, I, if I have an envelope, or do I have anything to put in or not? Sure. All right. I'll say, hey, we'll check this out later on. I'm quite sure it's nothing, but seems to be a lot, maybe well, she could be bug
5: powder. Yes, the kids were calling her a witch. And she has, Ugh, I don't want to think about it.
1: So, I I think you're letting your imagination go with you, Mr. I call my wife a witch.
4: I was actually quite intrigued by Mildred's story about this the dolls, and thinking, hmm, the dolls could make an interesting exhibit. I want to just write on the back of of my calling card a little message about uh, uh. Muse, museum curator. Of course, the front of the card says that. But the uh, interested in talking about your dolls, and I'll just slip it under the uh, the door there. It's got my office phone number on it. Okay, Mr. Cope, you to, You're sure Cope, You sure you want understand? talk to
2: her, Carter?
4: I'm not sure yet, but I'll leave the possibility. You know, that's
2: not where. a bad idea,
1: Mr. Carter. Uh, you know, um, no. if she was known as a famous doll maker, so that you know. That does have um, some importance in our society.
4: I agree. Good catch.
5: You should all go to. uh, If you've ever been to Kenya, you'll understand. Shut my my mouth.
1: Wow, I I understand what you're saying, Robert. Uh, You know, but at the same time point, you know, history occurs with every passing day, and who knows? This lady might need to be known in the future by our future colleagues who will be part of our society.
5: What for being some creepy doll maker?
1: Ah, Portland, Portland.
0: Right, so (laughs) you step outside onto the front porch and uh, down the steps to the little walk that leads to the sidewalk and then you start back down the hill uh, to where you parked your car. And uh, there are still children playing in the street. Um, you recognize a number of them for the same ones that were in front of the house. Uh, they've changed what they're doing. Maybe they're playing marbles on the, on the ground, uh, whatever, actually right in the middle of the sidewalk on the way down, uh, you encounter a group of four boys that are playing uh, marbles.
5: Gentlemen, I have an idea. Excuse me, uh, young children. Yeah, what do you want? Um, I have a question.
0: What do you know of the uh, witch? The old As witch? Yeah. She's an old witch. She eats children, you know, like all witches. She's a witch-eating, she's a children-eating witch. Everybody uh, maybe- knows that. Well, I've got an idea
5: because I, Very I cosmopolitan. A intrigued. maybe I should take one of you to her
0: and use you as bait uh eh, just try it. She's an old witch because she's old yeah a so little little perfect. little little red-headed boy who's got freckles is saying this to you. Everybody knows when you get old, you turn into an old witch. Well, everyone knows people with ginger
5: hair are the devil's spawn, so so Can I say this out loud to the kids.
1: I say, by the way, which one do you c- consider the witch? The old white-faced witch with her red cheeks. She's crazy. Is that the one that came out? Yeah, the old witch. What about the other lady that lives next door?
0: Oh, we don't know her. She's just an old lady. Have you ever seen her sister? Yeah, we see them all the time. They're the only ones okay. who come out. The old witch never comes out, oh, except to yell at us. Ah, well, maybe you should stop harassing. You know me. she's a witch because she's got uh, light blue eyes. Yes, but uh, if
5: you saying that, you, uh, yeah, you young'un. Uh, I could, like I said prior, you've got ginger hair, so you could be... No, she doesn't have any self. black holes in the middle. No black... I, I, you, you probably see her from a distance. She's Good. got eyes okay. like a vulture. I don't trust these kids. Let's just
1: go, gentlemen. Thank you, gentlemen. That's what you got. Enjoy your game. And they go back to playing. That,
5: that was pointless of me. I'm sorry.
2: Very baby. progressive, these French hills. Yeah. I, I remember
1: playing marbles like that myself.
0: All right. So you get to the bottom of the hill. You get in your car. Um, it's now only about, what did we say, maybe five o'clock. Oh. What did you want it to? Hmm.
5: Gentlemen, what, would you care to come back to mine and have some tea?
1: It's five o'clock. We didn't ever did get a chance to check some of the airplanes, but it's a little late to check certain aspects. Do we want to
5: do any more research? We could do it tomorrow. We have time
1: uh, in the morning and afternoon. True, true. coming back. Yes, let's do it in the morning when we're fresh. Let's, you know, get a good meal. I'm
2: I'm with Portland on this one.
1: Right. All right. Where shall we meet tomorrow then? And at what time?
5: Well, uh, where we met today would be probably best. Uh, 11, 10, 10 or 11.
1: Well, 11 will give me a chance to make sure things are going well in my office. You, know, you never know what it's going to arrive. Uh, yes,
5: 11 might be suited. I need to uh, get back to my uh, companion on our trip to Australia soon. So,
0: All right. So the evening goes pretty much without anything unusual happening. Um, you wake up the next morning. Uh, you do whatever you're doing, and uh, around eleven o'clock uh, you end up back at the uh, historical society now, I should say the historical society has been around uh for quite a while and uh, it has its own accumulation of stuff you know that it's that it's collected over the years uh, people donate things to it people uh, Have collections of things that you know. uh, We're the last generation, and before we die, we're going to give this stuff to you. And that happens all the time. So you've got quite a collection. Um, One of the one of the members. There's other members besides you, uh, but some of them are less sociable. You guys are like your own little clique in there. Um,
2: What is his name?
0: Um, one man who you're not particularly fond of is um is, is Mr. Ropes. Uh Lester Ropes. Uh he's meticulous, he's good, he keeps everything well organized but he's not, he doesn't like people touching the stuff. So you almost have to get his permission to touch the stuff that you guys have accumulated over the years. So that's just sort of to keep that in the background, that there's other people who are part of the historical society. Um, all right, you get back together at 11 o'clock. What would you guys like to do?
1: I think we should um, find out more about Mildred and Margaret. The one said she was married, which we could find out a little bit about her and also the other. Not a bad idea.
4: Did Mildred uh, mention a time that might be appropriate for us to meet Margaret? I don't recall. 6 p.m. Oh, okay.
0: 6. All right. So you do some research. The only thing you really find out is that Margaret Hathaway, uh, she never married. You might call her a spinster. Um, she at one time worked at uh, the the bank and that um, Mildred, on the other hand, buried a man named George Lang. Uh, uh, Mr. Lang passed away a few years ago uh, and uh, they had three daughters, Margaret, Elizabeth, and Hannah. They've got eight grandchildren, or she's got great eight grandchildren, which never come to visit her anymore. But other than that, you don't really find out much more about her. They just seem normal everyday people that did
4: whatever they did. The inter- right. the inter the interaction with uh, Hilda Franks yesterday is kind of piqued uh, Langston's curiosity, so he might uh, be acting like he's looking up Margaret and uh, Mildred's info, but he's he's doing some searching for on a Hilda Frank's and Hilda Frank's dolls and see what he comes up with.
0: Right, you actually rather easily find references to Frank's dolls, and um, what you find out was that. Um, Hilda Franks uh, sort of inherited the business from her aunt. Uh, And her aunt's name was uh, Sally Fowler, uh, who was also a doll maker. Um, That uh, she had done this for years and that her dolls were very well done uh, via beautiful porcelain dolls, uh, all handmade dresses, um, there was nothing prefabricated about them, all hand-painted, and that uh, that eventually the business just sort of fell apart. Um, the dolls were famous enough that they were found in Boston and, uh, and uh, Rhode Island and New York and places like that, but it seems that she was probably the one who was solely producing them by hand, So it's a hard business to maintain, especially when you get older and you get arthritis. So it had its prominence. Her dolls would probably be valuable if they could be, you know, found uh, one in perfect condition. You also turn up some interesting information also. Um, you're, you're looking for more uh, examples of the fan light. Uh, you you have references to it, uh, but not as um, not as an Andrew Hathaway. Uh, there are a few miss. What 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 the the guy who wrote you he thinks that they're miscategorized. Uh, but there are two more examples that you find. Um, one is in. Uh, Altsbury, and the other one is in Bolton, so they're still technically in the Miskatonic Valley, but they're not in Arkham. Both of them would be a half an hour to a couple of hours away driving.
5: Okay. That would be a trip, but it'll be fun.
1: That'd be a nice road trip. We could, uh, um... all
5: in the name of research, okay.
2: We could find out who is actually involved. I do have... I do have one question, Virgil. You still got that uh, little sample you took from that house, did you? Oh, yes, I
1: do. Um, as I pull it out, a little envelope. Thanks for reminding me. I had forgotten as about you know, checking it out. I am
2: a paleontologist, which means that I... Don't worry about that. Me being a paleontologist, I am also quite a geologist. I'd like to take a look at that. I hand it over to him. All right. Oh, uh, you have a
0: microscope? Probably. Uh, oh, probably. <laughs> all right. So, Dr. Dr. Cope, uh, do uh, you're looking at it through the microscope. Uh, do a knowledge roll.
2: Knowledge. It's
0: just your intelligence. Oh. Regular success. Okay. You're 90% sure that it is porcelain clay, and that it's uh, just dry, It's powdered clay.
2: Ah,
1: Specifically
0: porcelain.
2: What you got here is just powdered porcelain clay.
1: I'll do a quick pH sample of it.
2: All right. Uh,
1: if,
0: in fact, you know what the pH of powdered porcelain clay is, it's powdered porcelain clay.
1: Yeah. I mean, that just confirms it in case there's anything odd that would be in there.
0: Well, and if she was making porcelain dolls, that's not so unusual that you'd find porcelain clay. It's true. Oh, She'd gone mad and it's just. I'm
2: Constantly making that. It certainly arms. looks like
1: what it is. Uh, she seems to be obviously still involved with it in some way. Though, at her age, if the, if the issues that she has, it must be extremely difficult to do anything fine. It might be some, and that crushed porcelain might be some frustration on her part. Yes.
0: She's getting old. So. Philip, you're, you're thinking now, too, that when you peek through the door, that white powder that's on everything is probably powdered porcelain clay.
5: Ah Yes. When I had a peek, there was white powder almost everywhere. That poor woman. She's gone mad.
1: I wouldn't call it mad. It happens all the time when people lose certain abilities. They get frustrated because, you know, they're unable to do what they used to be easily able to do.
3: Any pity. Remind me never to grow old.
1: gentlemen.
5: We all grow old, Mr. Devastor.
1: We all do, and then people like uh, other people in the future will be studying our former artifacts and bones. Yes, and all the
5: many animal heads. And I have they'll in my all house. look
2: back on us and say, "What a bunch of crazy bastards those were!" <laughs>
5: Honestly, they I think if, if they read some of my journals, they would probably think I
0: am a madman. So, all right. So the day winds on, and you start to make your way back to. Uh, 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 Federal Hill. French Hill. Federal Hill.
1: I thought we were doing a road trip to one of the spots. Oh, are you going to do that today? It would would take a half hour so we could probably get out there and back.
0: Yeah, you can get to Bolton and back in an hour. Uh, You drive out to Bolton and uh, you find on um, on on Jones Boulevard, uh seven ninety-eight Jones Boulevard in Bolton, uh there is a uh municipal hall, uh Scours Hall, that has that same uh light over the, the door, the same uh, window over the door. Uh seems identical. Mm.
4: Ah. Interesting. It's a municipal building, you say?
1: Yeah. yeah. We might be able to find out real quick who was involved in construction. Considering it was a municipal, should be in the hall of records. And it's early enough; we could check it out before heading back. They would have the records of who was hired and who worked on it.
4: We could sure. We should. Could see. I agree. It is
5: worth looking into. You never know. Something interesting could come out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. So we do a quick check at the Hall of Records.
0: All right. Uh, you find that the main architect was James Pleat. Uh, the building was built in 1849, uh, but it doesn't give you enough details as to what other architects
1: were involved. Does it give a list of people who were paid? No. Okay. Well, I write down the name of the architect because maybe we'll find out more. Okay. Um,
5: yes. Good thinking. Well,
1: uh, in my, but you know, later on we might find a reference where he used certain people. And he, this building was built when in 18... 1849. nine. Forty nine.
5: <laughs> All right. What what time is it now? What
1: time is it?
0: So it's about
1: two thirty. Uh, Do we have enough time to hit the other place and get back to our thing, or would we be cutting it close? That would take a couple hours to get out to Alsbury. Yeah, we probably should head back then and be ready for our meeting. Yes,
5: definitely. I have, been, oh, yeah. I have been to a Bolton and an Osbury when I was in England. Quaint little towns in England. If you ever go, gentlemen, you should check it out.
1: Well, This doesn't prove or disprove anything. I mean, they might have hired several architects. He might have had some people underneath them.
4: Yeah. And Margaret yes. may remember her grandfather doing business in Bolton. that would be something to ask about. Mm-hmm.
1: Who knows? They might have the records of his actual work there. All
0: right. Uh, You you finally end up. You you travel back to Arkham. You travel over to uh, uh, the place where you parked before, Uh, and the same situation presents itself. There are children out playing. There's people doing their laundry. There's there's a lot of activity around, Uh, and uh, you can see once again as you're moving up the hill that the kids are there tormenting uh, the old woman. Uh, it's probably something to do on a regular basis.
1: Uh,
0: but you're, you're farther away. And as you, as you move up and you approach, the kids all sort of break up and start running away. Uh, as you can see that a few things have been thrown from the doorway at them. And you once again hear the old woman screaming, you know, "Get out of here you bastards. You're a bunch of dirty children. A curiosity but, uh,
1: here. what has been tossed out out of curiosity uh, it looks house.
0: like uh, doll heads they've, they've shattered when they've
4: hit the ground.: Don't look, Philip,
5: oh, I already had a look. I was going to ha- oh. well, They shatter pretty well. the little pieces. I know they are little pieces, but just knowing what they were sets me off.
1: Actually, it kind of reminds me of some of the work I have to deal with in my office.
0: Uh, you notice that there's quite a lot of children—at um, least a dozen, dozen kids. It—it—it um, it, it strikes you that its you, you, you remember as being children that children can be pretty vicious, and uh, you see your little redheaded uh, boy, you know, running along there like you all to do a spot hidden, though.
5: I swear that little red-headed boy is the spawn of Satan.
3: I got a regular success.
5: Uh, dead on 50. I'm blind 50. as a bat.
1: Okay. Um, um, who
0: passed?
1: I had a regular success. Okay.
0: Alright, so uh, if you passed, uh, one thing that that strikes you as a little bit odd is as you're, as you're moving up towards the house and the kids are skipping away, there's another kid who joins them, uh, looks like a little blonde girl. And she comes out from between a couple of the buildings to sort of join them, uh, skipping along behind them. And what strikes you as odd is she's dressed better than the kids are. Uh, she's got a dress on. She's not like in pants and uh, she follows
1: them down the road and they all sort of disappear, you know, around. A but corner. I, out of curiosity here, almost like a doll. Maybe. Hmm.
0: Yeah, kind of dressed really pretty, like a doll.
1: Hmm. Okay, sure, it was a little girl though. Yeah,
3: never had a cousin like that. You too, right? Foreign (laughs) inputs.
0: So uh, you go up to the door. You uh, you ring for uh, uh, Mildred, and another woman comes down from upstairs. This woman's a little bit more smartly dressed. Uh, She's a little taller. She's a little less uh, decrepit. And you're assuming Right, (laughs) she comes down and she's like, oh, please come in. You must be from the historical society. My sister was telling me all about you. You must be Margaret. Yes, please. Please come upstairs. Now, she looks actually older than her sister, but she seems to be in a little better condition.
5: You are looking rather ravishing.
0: That's what my sister oh, my said. You said about her yesterday. <laughs> you? Uh, I, I'm not going
2: to trust you. You're a charmer. You need to work on. You need to work on your play, Portland. Good Lord. Uh, no, it's just,
5: it. It was a little test to see if,
0: how like, well they. She's like I'm. Uh, I'm in my late sixties. I'm not ravishing. Come upstairs.
1: I love your sense of truth there.
0: So she she comes. You you guys go back upstairs. And once again, Mildred's delighted to see you. And she starts to tell Margaret about you guys yesterday. And she's like, yes, they're here. We don't have to talk about them being here yesterday. Uh, And she has a pile of things on the table in front of you. Um, She says, so my sister told me uh, about what you're looking for. You want some recognition for our grandfather. We would love that, that would be fantastic. Um, I went upstairs and I looked through our things and I found these. Um, Here's uh, his college documents that he was an architect, uh, that he was educated. Um, Here are some of the projects that he worked on. And I've in fact found a, um, I guess you'd call it a blueprint uh, for uh, the fan light designs that he's done. And, she shows these two units exactly the same fan light.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Interesting. And looking through his paperwork, does it show, mention the other places? You know, the Providence?
2: Uh, does it, it
0: does. It, it seems like the three examples are the ones that you know about. Uh, there were originally a couple of other examples that are no longer, the buildings are no longer there. Um, if the fan lights still exist. They've been taken out of the building and sold, and they could be anywhere at that point. Uh, but this definitely proves that her grandfather designed that particular fan light. Mm. So it definitely answers the question.
1: Mm. You know. Wonderful. Wonderful. And we let them we let the two ladies know this, that, you know, that the, this, this helps us a great deal of providing us the, the providence to 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 indicate that this work is his and and definitely be able to um, give him credit for this um, design.
0: Well, I hope that that's what your, your man needs. Now, I've got some pictures that I can give you um, if you need pictures of what he looked like. Uh you start to get the impression that she's going to give you plenty of material to, to mm-hmm. give to the, the man in question. Although you're probably guessing that this is probably going to be a minor little entry in his book about New England mm-hmm. architecture.
1: No, but it would be very useful for our society since he's a local you know, figure now.
0: Well, you know, I've always been interested in the history of the town. Um, I'm a bit of a mini historian myself. I don't know why I never, uh, joined the society. I guess I just never had the time. It's very intriguing. Um, I used to work at the bank. In fact, that's why I was visiting my old boss. He's getting very old and he's probably, you know, going to kick the bucket soon enough. And, uh, I just thought I'd visit him before he did that. We had a good relationship and a good friendly relationship. And, Hmm. uh, that's so very kind of you. I worked all the time, you know, now that I'm retired. I don't have the arthritis that my sister does, but uh, I'll probably get it eventually. But it well, does
1: sometimes skip a generation.
0: Yeah, that's possible. I just won't get it. But uh, uh, I try to keep apprised of all of the, the, the gossip and things going around town and who's married to who and what's going on. Um, so, um, do you have any questions that you want to ask? Uh, I might be able to answer anything.
4: And well, no, like, she's,
0: she's, she's much more knowledgeable. You know,
4: the, the fan light is a very, uh, interesting and unique design. I, I was curious if you remember your grandfather telling any stories about where he came up with this, this, uh, this design, or maybe your, your father talked about that.
0: I don't remember him ever talking about his work. Um, I knew he was a man who designed houses and buildings and things like that. Um, And I knew that he liked to draw, did a lot of drawings. Um, I've got some of them, uh, but they're, they're more, she starts showing them to you, but they're all just architectural features Mm -hmm. uh, that he sketched out he's got them labeled all correctly, you know, which period they come from and this kind of feature. If a client wants colonial, this is what you do and stuff like that. But nothing really remarkable. Um, you start hearing noises once again from downstairs, uh, banging around. And you can see that it, it, it annoys Margaret. You know, she says, that she just, what is she doing down there? Uh, Mildred's it, like. Does it disturb you? No, she just makes a lot of noise. She never goes out. She never does anything. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know what she could be doing. Her place is crazy. It seems dusty in there for sure. There's white powder everywhere. Yeah, that's, from the, that's from the. That's from the the porcelain that she the makes the dolls. Things. She hasn't made dolls in years.
5: Actually, I have a I have a question for you, Margaret. Uh, oh, Mildred, you might be able to answer. Um, it's not it's not odd per se. I just wondered because a lot of the kids out there are a little uh, um dirty. If you know what I mean. <laughs> That's this Corby. neighborhood. But there's um there was a young girl, a blonde girl, smartly dressed.
0: I don't know. They're all just wild children, usually.
5: I, she just seemed out of place. I, I thought you might have
0: considering she was with the group who... Well, the only time the, locals, the local children dress up at all is on Sundays if they're forced by their parents to go to church. Uh, mm. They're usually pretty good about that, but most of the rest of the time, they're just snotty-nosed, dirty children running around all over the place. Sports, I never sports. had children myself. I never really wanted them. That's fair,
5: some people don't. I have four ungrateful children myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, talk to Mildred about that.
1: <laughs> uh out of so, curiosity, did the um three uh his three sons, what fields did they go into? Your your father and the his two brothers. Uh, well my father uh
0: my father was oh. My father was, uh, you know, one of those, and my other brother, my two uncles were also involved in that. But they, you know, they they went their own ways.
1: Yeah, I'm just basically collecting the stuff that we, our society would know. Yeah, sure.
0: And she's got she's got other stuff uh, as well. Um. And the evening goes on. You guys have any other questions you want to talk to her about?
5: Mm, I do not. I actually want to go downstairs at some point, but I will wait for the rest
1: to leave as yeah. well. I, I, I'm gonna make sure to document what we need and um, um, go. You know, to make sure that we. You know, um, and i, I you know, impressed that she's—they've uh, kept the designs, um, and I ask her, "Do you happen to have any um, records of the family before this? Because there, you know, that would be helpful too. Because we're always looking for material about the past, and that gives us a better glimpse of what life was like at that time point." Well, we've got quite a few things upstairs, but
0: um, I—I've always imagined that. The kids, the, the
1: the the younger people in our family would eventually want them. Um, well, I understand. I'm just saying that we may want to look at them and then hand them back. Um, that way, we could document um, period life of that time point. It might make mention of other prominent people in the area, and we can have a better connect. You know, a better idea of how life was and the connections.
0: Well, I mean, we'll definitely consider...
1: Um, but only, you know, at your, of course, permission.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty well organized up, up in the attic, but it is the attic. Um, it's uh, dusty, and it's a little dirty, and mm-hmm. um, I'll tell you what, I mean, I can look through it and see if there's stuff that you'd find interesting. Uh, if you, want, if you in, want
1: to do it in another day, that would be fine. We could come back later on for it. It is could, getting a little late. We could do that. Um, I'd rather have this, it done at your convenience. No, I, I
0: don't see any reason why not. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, this
1: living condition does your na- next door neighbor have a um, connection to your attic or
0: near oh, the, the basement? No, she has, uh, she has access to the basement. You're talking about uh, Hilda Franks.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a very sad story. Um, yes,
4: we
1: heard. Oh, you heard. Yes, you are. Uh, please, we'd like to hear your version of it.
0: Well, um, years ago, uh, she was going to be married to uh, Mr. Clyde Beckford. Now the second she says Beckford, um you're all familiar with that name because there was a uh, the uh, uh what is it? the Arkham uh the Arkham uh oh it was a big mill. Alsbury Arkham uh mill. Uh, was owned by Elihu uh, Beckford, and Clyde was his son, and Clyde was... Off the top of your head, you thought that Clyde was married to some daughter of an oil baron or a railroad baron Um, something like that. You've seen the name Beckford before, even at your own historical society, a rather prominent family at one point. And she says, well, Hilda must have gotten it into her head somehow that she was going to marry him, but she wasn't of the same station. So, you know, that that didn't go very well. And uh, the, the Beckfords wouldn't hear of such a marriage and I guess it, it kind of broke their hearts because they wanted to get married, and uh, they weren't allowed. Um, I think I heard Hilda a long time ago say something about, you know, promising to get married once the old man died. Um, Some I suppose she's talking about Elihu. Uh, mm. But yeah, she's. She's been a spinster, not like myself. I actually did things with my life. But uh, she learned her doll making from her aunt, uh, her Aunt Sally. And uh, her Aunt Sally passed away when Hilda was 20. And Hilda just continued to uh, make dolls. I think it was the only thing that she loved doing. It was the only thing that kept her from going crazy, which didn't do a very good job of eventually. Um, now she's just an old, bitter, somewhat nasty old woman. She's decent enough to us because we've been her neighbors for many, many, many years. Um, we do occasionally do errands for her. She never goes out anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a really sad story.
1: And that happened a lot up here in New England.
0: Yeah, the the class. Uh, everything was about class. Everything's still about class. Nineteen twenty nine. Um, here you see, well, I was once from a, a fairly prominent family, the Hathaways, and now I'm living in this hole. <laughs> so does Hilda
4: still take like deliveries of of Porcelain clay and so forth, or any no, other strange no, she, hasn't,
0: she hasn't made any dolls for a few years. Hmm.
5: Oh, woman, clinging on to the hope of a marriage she's, that will never happen.
0: She's completely blind. We have a we have a, a possibly a, an un, un, impolite. We we refer to her as a Miss Miss Habisham from uh, the Charles Dickens story, the woman who. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, that's perhaps not polite, but
1: um, yeah. Didn't, didn't Miss Hamisham have a daughter or someone that she was grooming as well?
0: Well, we're not <laughs> that for. Yes, that was the story. In this case, it's just uh, mm-hmm. just that she's a jilted jilted love, and she never she waited for the man, and he never came. <laughs> Happens now, a great that, deal. Worse than that, the the. Uh, um, the Beckfords were just you know, across town. So it's he always... died. He died in a. Uh, he and his wife, I think, both died in a carriage accident.
3: Oh, how awful.
5: That must, if she found out, that must really have made her go a bit, I don't know, set on, it's just set on marriage, but he would come back for her. And then he's taken away. I can send anyone a bit.
0: Uh... It's true. It's very, very yeah. sad. Uh, I don't know why she wouldn't just get, why she waited. Why wouldn't you just decide at some point, well, I'm not waiting anymore. <laughs> now, some people are that
1: way, ahead. unfortunately. Yes. Some are able to move on and some are never able to move on. Some women are weak. and they just... Well, you know, when it's, when it's true love, it's, well, I've noticed it happens to men as well. Well, perhaps.
0: Anyway, yes, you are welcome to come back. Um, I don't go out that often. I, I, I go out, you know, occasionally do shopping and stuff like that. But Mildred stays here most of the time. And I'm, uh, I'm, I don't travel much. I just, as I said, I do visit a friend. But that's something that happens every six months or so. So, yes, drop by anytime.
1: Excellent, thank you. Both to you and blies, Miss. Oh, thank,
4: you. thank you. Are we right. now? Are we borrowing these materials? Is she learning? Yes, them? she'll she'll let you have
0: them temporarily. Excellent.
4: Yes. We do need to keep these away from. Don't let Lester Rope see that we've got these. Otherwise, we'll oh, never for be able crying to. crying out loud! Do
2: them. not let Lester get a hold of these things.
4: Last time I let
2: him take a look at a Hadrosaur skull, I thought I missed it for the next five hours looking for it. turned out he recategorized it somewhere.
1: Could I make a suggestion that one of us hold on to these materials instead of taking it to the society? Because you know that if it gets to society, Lester will
4: find it. Technically, that is against the bylaws of the society, but I think in this situation, I'm for it.
0: You, you, you
4: stickler for the rules. Don't worry about
0: that. Why don't, why don't all of you do uh, a knowledge roll, a uh, uh, intelligence roll? Jesus,
5: Christ. my mind has gone one.
0: completely blank.
5: I got a ninety-nine. Uh, <laughs> so. I breathed in some of that uh,
4: dust.
0: All right. Um, who passed? Okay. Extreme success. <laughs> all right. Uh, So Robert and Dr. Cope, uh, you're walking down the stairs, and it suddenly occurs to you, uh, with the others talking about not letting Lester get a hold of the stuff, that you're pretty sure there's a couple of boxes uh, in the, the historical society's collection that have the name Beckford on the side of the box.
2: Gentlemen, gentlemen, there's a couple of boxes over the historical society that have Bedford's name on it.
3: Yeah. I was mm. just thinking
5: the same thing. All right, I just want to do we one. We might thing. want to check those out. I'm just going
0: to knock on her door.
2: Yes, the crazy woman's door. Oh, for fuck's sake! You're going to check up on your fan again?
0: Uh, do you knock hard or do you knock lightly?
5: To start off, I'll do a. A light knock to start off with. All right. There's no, no response. And then I will do a loud. Knock. <laughs> <laughs> There's still no response. But we, how long ago did we hear the like clamoring? Would you
0: say? Maybe half an hour ago. Hmm. Ah, uh, Carter.
5: I, if I put my ear against, can I hear any?
0: Do a listen roll. Nope, <laughs> that's failed. Okay, you think you might hear somebody shuffling around, but you're not quite sure.
5: I'll do one more knock, uh, slightly louder than the previous
0: loud knock. Okay, um, you start to hear a noise off in the distance and uh, you hear a shuffling, so you know you can hear her now coming towards the door and you hear from the other side of the door, who is it? Uh, it is uh,
5: Mr. Portland from yesterday, you saw me
0: Stop torturing uh, me, you little, uh, you little you little brats no, I like, am Go away, I'm go up. away and she just she, you, you, brat. You, you hear her bang the door um, and she's like, go away Go away. You hear her walking away. You're rotten children. I am not a
5: child. I shout for you. All right.
0: So, what did the
1: rest of you do? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just shake my head. Yeah. You know, th- and I just look at Carter and go, I think your idea was better about putting a card underneath the door. I just hope he doesn't jinx what, it, what, um, um, historical notes you want to do on this?
5: Well,
4: well, we'll see what comes of it. Uh, the Beckford boxes that uh, Robert and Dr. Cope mentioned at the Historical Society may shed a bit of light on our strange Mrs. Franks or Ms. Franks, I should say. True, true. This does kind of tickle my fancy.
1: It, you know, if if not for the human aspect.
5: I want to test something, gentlemen. I know I'm disturbing this. I just want to All right. test the uh, reaction. So I'm going to knock again. And it's like, excuse me. I just want to speak. We're from the Historical Society. We are doing some research on, a mis- on Mr. Beckford, the Beckford family. I'm going to move.
1: I'm going to take the box of goods I got and move away. And I know you sidewalk. might
5: be an associate. There's no response. Okay, she didn't respond, so. It was all just right. a test, gentlemen, that is all.
0: All right. Testing old women. Um, <laughs> so you, you step outside and uh, down the porch, across the, uh, the little walkway to the sidewalk, and you start heading down the hill. Now you immediately notice, as you're heading down the hill, there seems to be a crowd of people down at the bottom of the hill, uh, men and women, um, uh no children. Um, and as you get closer, uh you realize there are some police and that okay. something has happened, and that the people are sort of looky-looing, and you suddenly hear, um, rather hysterical female crying and as you sort of look through the crowd there is a body in the street Um, it's covered in a blanket and what's happening is uh, there the the policeman is pulling back the, the cloth a little to show to two people who are standing there, a man and a woman and the woman's become hysterical what you see is a little freckle-faced red-headed boy uh, face down in the uh, the gutter dead and that's where we're leaving it for tonight
2: Any regrets, Philip?
5: No regrets, he was the spawn of Satan
2: I, I just look at I look at him
1: You know, this is gonna be my work tonight. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: Our players included Jeff Beck, Nimrod Futterman, Oren Mayer, Grant Dowell, and Josh Harwood with myself as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below like share and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments we enjoy reading them and answering questions you might have this is tom raley together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of hp lovecraft and the call of cthulhu role-playing game until next time good luck and good gaming